0: Welcome to Deep Dive Radio. I'm your host, Alan James. This show is dedicated to revealing the truth that lies beneath the surface. Are you ready for the truth? Then join me now for another exciting episode of Deep Dive Radio. Hi folks, this is Alan James here. This is not a normal podcast for me. This is a news bulletin about the folks that were on the sub that went down to see the Titanic. And I'm reading this from the Epoch Times, so this is not my writing. This is from a journalist named Tom Ozimek. So let's just read that. That's what's going to be the podcast for today. It's just a news update. It says here, Here are the latest updates on the Titanic submersible that the U.S. Coast Guard said suffered a catastrophic implosion, and the company that operated the craft confirming that five people aboard are dead. The submersible, called Titan, was reported overdue on Sunday afternoon about 435 miles south of St. John's, Newfoundland. It was on its way to where the Titanic sank more than a century ago. Oceangate Expeditions, the tour company leading the trip, has been chronicling the decay of the iconic ocean liner and the underwater ecosystem around it via yearly voyages since 2021. After days of frantic searching for the missing craft, the company released a statement saying it believes all of Titan's five passengers have lost their lives. Coast Guard Admiral John W. Mauger told a press conference on Thursday that the submersible had suffered a catastrophic implosion. We now believe that our CEO Stockton Rush, Shazada Dawood and his son Saluman Dawood, Hamish Harding and Paul Henry Nargillet, have sadly been lost, Oceangate said in a statement on Thursday afternoon. We grieve the loss of life and joy they brought to everyone they knew. This is an extremely sad time for our dedicated employees who are exhausted and grieving deeply over their loss, the company added. Before Oceangate released the statement, the company's co-founder expressed optimism on social media, that there would be enough oxygen on board the submarine and that the time window for this rescue is longer than what most people think. When the craft launched on Sunday, it had about four-day supply of breathable air. Ocean Guard's tragic announcement came hours after the Coast Guard confirmed it had found a debris field near the Titanic, though it initially did not specify whether it believed it was connected to the submarine. Then, in a 3 p.m. press conference, the Coast Guard said it had positively linked the wreckage to the submersible, which had suffered a catastrophic event. Mauger described what happened to the submarine as a catastrophic implosion that sent Dupree as far as 1,600 feet away from the bow of the Titanic, which he had said was consistent with catastrophic loss of the pressure chamber inside the craft. On behalf of the United States Coast Guard and the entire Unified Command I offer my deepest condolences to the families, Mauger said. After the submarine disappeared on Sunday, rescuers rushed ships, planes, and other equipment to the site to search for missing craft. Coast Guard officials at one point said that underwater noises were detected in the search area on Tuesday and Wednesday, raising hopes that there would be survivors. On Thursday, an undersea robot sent by a Canadian ship reached the sea floor while a French research institute said a deep-diving robot equipped with cameras, lights, and arms also joined the effort. During Thursday's press briefing, the Coast Guard said the teams had all the gear needed to mount an adequate search effort for the sub. The rescue teams were able to mobilize an immense amount of gear to the site in just really a remarkable amount of time, Mauger said, especially given the fact that we were started without any sort of vessel response plan for this or any sort of pre-stage resources. Ultimately, it was a robot operated by Cape Cod-based Pelagic Research Services, PRS, that found the debris field. The Pelagic Research Service's ROV Odysseus 6K was deployed from Canadian vessel Horizon Arctic within the rescue window early Thursday morning, the company said in a statement. Odysseus was the subsea asset that found the debris field referenced by the U.S. Coast Guard, it added, noting that the robot was rigged specifically for rescue. The company expressed gratitude to all involved in the search and rescue mission. Our focus right now is on the families of those from the Titan and for the tragic loss, the company added. The search area for the Titan covered thousands of miles, an area about twice the size of Connecticut, and its waters two and a half miles deep. One of the OceanGate's first customers, when the company launched its offer of exploring the wreck of the Titanic several years ago, characterized the dive he made as a kamikaze operation. Arthur Loebel, a 61-year-old retired businessman and adventurer from Germany, told the Associated Press that he went on a voyage down to the Titanic in 2021 in a submersible operated by Oceangate. On the dive, Loebel was joined by Oceangate CEO Stockton Rush, French diver and Titanic expert Paul-Henri Nargiolet, and two men from England. Imagine a metal tube a few meters long with a sheet of metal for a floor. You can't stand. You can't kneel. Everyone is sitting close to or on top of each other, Loebel told the outlet. You can't be claustrophobic. Loebel's dive was delayed several times to fix a problem with the battery and the balancing weights, with their overall voyage lasting 10.5 hours. He said that during the two-and-a-half-hour descent and ascent, The lights were turned off to conserve energy, with only a fluorescent glow stick to see by. Loebel described Rush as a tinkerer who tried to make do with what was available to carry out the dives. But in hindsight, he said, it was a bit dubious. I was a bit naive looking back now, Loebel said. It was a kamikaze operation. A whistleblower who worked for Oceangate said he had raised a number of safety concerns ahead of the craft's maiden voyage but was ignored and later fired. David Lockridge once served as a director of marine operations at Oceangate. He was fired in January 2018 after flagging concerns about the craft's carbon fiber hull and other systems, according to a lawsuit brought by Lockridge against Oceangate after his dismissal. Lockridge was asked by Oceangate executives to carry out a quality inspection on the experimental craft although the lawsuit states that he was stonewalled when requesting key documentation while his verbal concerns over safety and quality control issues were ignored. Lockridge would later go on to issue an inspection report on January 18, 2018, in which he identified numerous issues that pose serious safety concerns. One of the safety concerns flagged in the report was the visible flaws in the carbon fiber used in the hull of the submersible could expand into bigger tiers under pressure cycling or changes in pressure as the craft descended to extreme ocean depths. The whistleblower's biggest concern, according to the lawsuit, was that the hull of the Titan hadn't been subjected to non-destructive testing. Lockridge was repeatedly told that no scan of the hull or bond line could be done to check for delaminations, porosity, and voids of sufficient adhesion of the glue being used due to the thickness of the hull, the complaint reads. Instead of non-destructive testing methods, Oceangate would instead rely solely on acoustic monitoring systems that was meant to detect the start of a hull breakdown when the Titan was about to fail. But Lockridge expressed concern that acoustic analysis wouldn't be able to detect any existing flaws in the hole prior to it being subjected to pressure, and that it would only show when a component was about to fail, often milliseconds before an implosion. What a sad case of events, folks. I can't imagine. I think it cost like $250,000 to go on this trip. So I don't know. This is this is insanity. Why would anybody do this? These are probably the same people that took the COVID vaccine for safety. They got on this thing. <laughs> I don't know. Makes you crazy. World's nuts. Anyway, this is a tragic event. And um, I'm saddened. That it had to happen, but it seems like a really crazy thing to do. And a little piece of metal looks like a can of beer. They stuff people in it, you know. Anyway, that's all the time I have today. I will see you on Sunday. I have a new episode called How I Saved My Life with Poison, episode 19. So that's 10 o'clock Sunday. We'll see you then. So long now. I'm Alan James. This is Deep Dive Radio. Thanks for joining me today for this special report. Did you notice there's no advertisements on Deep Dive Radio? That's because I don't want corporate sponsors telling us what to say and what to cover. So that's why we rely on listeners like you for our funding on Deep Dive Radio. If you want to hear the truth that lies beneath the surface, then go to deepdiveradio.com and donate now.